What is up, ambitious listeners? Massive episode today, so let's get cracking. Dr. Cody Hanish, known for his cracks, all over social media with over 2.5 million followers on TikTok and over 250,000 on Instagram. Dr. Cody Hanish is a reputable chiropractor who has become so renowned with social media and everything that he has not only grown his own practice, but he's also grown the chiropractic practices as a whole. To talk about all of this, his career, COVID-19, his favorite cracks, and to dispel some of the myths around chiropractory, all of this on this week's episode of Ambitious. Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is a famous chiropractor with over 250,000 Instagram followers and over 2 million TikTok followers. He has come to fame, Australian chiropractor, Dr. Cody Hanish. Cody, how are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. So diving in right there, how, what led you to being a chiropractor? What led you to this field for a career? Yeah, um, I went to undergrad in hopes of becoming actually a pharmacist. And um, I worked at a pharmacy up in Duluth, Minnesota. And um, I just realized it wasn't really the career path I wanted to go down. And um, I don't even remember who it was that mentioned chiropractic, um, but it just led me down the path. So I applied, got in went down this journey and it's definitely what I was meant to be. So kind of going back to how I found you, I actually found you on Instagram scrolling through my explore page and I tried going to a chiropractor last year. I haven't gone back because I just didn't have maybe not the best experience, but it freaked me out the whole popping and cracking. But there's something satisfying about hearing it with other people and 2.5 million people agree on TikTok and 250,000 people on Instagram. So where, how did that happen? How did you become famous for cracking people's backs, necks, shoulders, whatever? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just good timing. <laughs> I don't know really what it was. Probably a, a, a perfect storm kind of situation. Um, I, I've been posting videos on my Instagram for a couple years now. And I started to kind of hone what I was showing and, you know, then eventually I got better lighting and, you know, better, a better microphone set up. So as to really capture that really great, amazing moment of getting an adjustment. And, you know, I was slowly getting some traction with that. More and more people were following it and sharing it. And then when I also did TikTok, TikTok immediately exploded. Like it was the first video went viral. The second video, even more viral. The third video, crazy viral. Like it just, it was just, I mean, pretty epic how quickly it went. And I guess the rest is history. People just really caught on to it. I was one of the first chiropractors on TikTok to really showcase what I was doing. And I think that it was pretty amazing that I was able to reach millions and millions and millions and millions of people around the world 
it's really cool because you, you scroll through TikTok and you see the dancing videos and the lip syncing videos and whatnot, and then you find a doctor adjusting his patience. And <laughs> it's something, though, that, as I stated before, is just something satisfying about it, but there's it's caught on so much. So I have to imagine that the way that it's spread and how much traction you've got, it's had to have drummed up a lot of business for you. That's probably an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm booked out weeks in advance. Wow. Um, during the whole COVID pandemic around the world, um, my business has actually grown by about 30%. Um, I was already fairly busy leading up to it, but that definitely sent it over the edge where now there's a very long waiting list to come in and see me. I would average, you know, maybe around 20 to 25 new patients a week, which is really unheard of. Wow. That's insane. So I just kind of get back to the regular cracking and chiropractor talk, but in talking about the pandemic, um, I'm from the United States, you're from Australia. What was the difference, I guess, in terms of how Australia handled the pandemic for you, especially for your business? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll try not to get too political in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Australia did a really good job of, of controlling people's movements. So in Australia, we locked down and amongst the states, but we also locked down our international borders quite quickly. And that was to our advantage, let alone we're an island in the middle of nowhere and we only have about 25 million people here. So it is a lot easier to control. However, in saying that, every single citizen here in Australia listened to what the experts had to say. Sorry, that was just a really loud porch <laughs> that just drove by. <laughs> so, but everyone here in Australia listened to what the science had to say and what, what the experts were saying. And they said, hey, everyone stay at home right now, limit your movements. Um, and we all adhered to that because we knew it was for the greater interest of everyone involved. And because of that, yes, we were locked down for a few weeks. Um, unfortunately, Victoria had another spike not that long ago, but in a matter of a month, they had completely contained it to where now Australia is nearly COVID free. It's, it's quite amazing to see when we all work together and listen to the experts, what we can accomplish. It's actually interesting hearing you say that because uh, coming from the United States, I mean, I we're hearing estimations where we could be dealing with COVID for mm, the next half a decade, maybe. I mean, there's been some crazy assumptions and there's been no real grasp, I guess, on it in the United States to this point where it's just been trying to control it. It's not been trying to figure out how to stop it. I mean, obviously you guys are still having cases, but it's not been a drastic outbreak. And it seems like here, it's almost like we've accepted that the, the second wave is coming. So yeah. it, it's already hitting. Yeah. I mean, our, we record out in New York State. New York State is already starting to put in, in restrictions again. But I think that just something that looking at you guys, looking at New Zealand and not talk too much about COVID here, but these are countries that handled it masterfully and have gotten you guys back to regular life to a sense. And that's something that's really weird to hear coming from the United States because it's 200,000 a day. Yeah. 
Yeah, and our government here has been very supportive. And like I was able to reach out to my local member of parliament and I was able to speak with them directly about my concerns running my own small business and how this would have impacts. And it was it was really great to know that we had really good support. Now, in speaking about how your business kept open during COVID, did you guys have to do masks, fever checks, like the regular kind of precautions that are in the United States, or how did you guys go about the COVID business? Yes. So there were certainly distance restrictions, how many people could all be in one place, but that wasn't really that big of an issue here. Um, I took it under my own wing to make sure that, you know, I did wear a mask for a little while when that was recommended. You know, I got tubs of hand sanitizer around for everyone to use, making sure that everything was disinfected between each patient. Every single surface that they touched was wiped down and disinfected. And I still do most of those practices. And I think that's something that we need to look forward to and probably keep some of these things because as human beings, you know, we're loaded with germs and it's not something we want to do. I mean, the worst thing that I could ever imagine would be to put someone else in harm's way. And as another human, it's just humane not to want to do that. So if we look after each other and really take care of ourselves and do what's necessary, that's how you control these things. And, you know, now we don't have to worry about that. You know, like I'm not using gloves. I'm not using a face mask because there's no need to. Now, transitioning back to the content you have been able to put out, has there been, it's a question that I think it's kind of been in the comments and I've read through in some of your comments. It's not only are there people asking, I guess, about where they could go for chiropractors in the United States if they can't come to Australia, but have you found that there's been a sense of, I guess, a community built around the people who consistently watch your videos? Yeah, I mean, I like to call them crackheads. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way, in a really endearing good way. yeah, there certainly is, and and that's pretty amazing. A lot of these people have never been to a chiropractor before, and now I'm getting getting a lot of people reaching out to me that are starting to share their stories or say, "Hey, I think maybe I should go see someone." And then sometimes they even when they after they go see their chiropractor for the first time, they message me back and say how you know what their experience was like, and it's really it's really great to hear those stories. It's also great to hear that I've inspired some people to look down the career path of becoming a chiropractor. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting some really amazing, amazing people that reach out to me. That's awesome. Now, I guess this is a, probably to you a very weird question, I guess, or basic question, but how do you know you need to go to a chiropractor? I mean, what is it that your body tells you or your mind tells you that says, I need to get adjusted? I mean, for a lot of people, there's back pain. Like pain is a really good indicator that something's not quite right. Um, Headaches, just general pain anywhere in the body. But also, if you feel like your body just isn't doing what it should be doing, like what you would expect your body to be able to accomplish, and it's just not, the function isn't quite there. Maybe you're not sleeping very well. If your digestive system isn't just working quite right, The nervous system controls every single cell, organ, and tissue in the body. So chiropractors are perfect to be able to analyze that and see where there might be some some problems with the nervous system. Now, and a follow-up question here, 
there's been some people I've read in the past and read stuff as I was figuring out whether or not maybe I should go to a chiropractor. There's been people who have said, oh, well, maybe it's not the best thing because you have to get consistently adjusted. And if you've not been adjusted before, it's like I breaking the seal, like you have to get adjusted again almost in a sense. Is that true or is that just some myth that people have said just to get people away from chiropractors? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's they're trying to get you know, take business away from chiropractors <laughs> and telling people not to see them. I, I ultimately think that just like with any form of proper health care, if it works for you and you feel better and your body functions better, you're sleeping better, you're, when you're exercising, your body is even better, you know, mentally, you're mentally more sharp. If all of those things are happening because you went to see a chiropractor and they've helped you on that, that health journey for you, why not keep going? Yeah. You know, it's like I go and get my teeth cleaned every six months, not because I have cavities, <laughs> but just because I want my teeth cleaned. Yeah, that's a, you know, a great reason. There's, yeah, there's no difference. But ultimately, it's up to the patient. And I let all my patients know. I was like, listen, if you had no stress in your life, physical, mental, emotional, if you had no stress, you'd probably never need to come in and see me. But if you're sitting for eight to 10 to 12, 14 hours a day, you know, on the computer, or on your phone, watching my TikToks and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> if you're doing that and placing extra strain on your body, it's probably not a bad idea to get regular checkups. Now, you mentioned something there about mental or even emotional, I guess, stress. And is have you found, I guess, in working with patients that the patients that you, I can see you shaking your head yes already. I think you know where I'm going with this. But have you found patients that you've adjusted it alleviates emotional and mental stress. Certainly. Um, during a chiropractic adjustment, endorphins are released. So those are kind of your pleasurable hormones. And it feels really good. I even have some patients that come in because their partners tell them that they need an attitude adjustment. So oh. they need to come <laughs> in and see. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... It, People do feel really good after getting chiropractic care. I mean, I know I do. Um, after I get adjusted regularly, I I love feeling good. I think that's a great answer to that. But in talking, I guess, now shifting gears to later, predominantly this is a sports-based podcast. So in talking about athletes, would you recommend athletes, because they're under a lot of physical stress, I mean, taking sports, uh, football, baseball, anything, you're consistently using your muscles and working. So would you say chiropractor and, or going to a chiropractor and going that route is a great idea for them? And I definitely think that every athlete, I mean, every person I think should see a chiropractor, but especially every athlete. And when you're in, especially competitive sports like that, if you can have any edge over the competition, even if, it, if it's just a teeny tiny little minuscule amount, that may be the difference between a win and a loss or a first place and a second place or whatever it is. If it's going to make your body function better, so every cell in your body exudes exactly what you're demanding of it and then some, you should be doing that. I think that's a great justification. Now... In talking about some of the ways you've been able to get, I guess, maybe more emphatic cracks or more emphatic pops, is there a science to getting the 
better cracks or better pops that tend to go viral on social media? Um, I mean, it all comes down to technique, right? And all of the adjustments that I show on my social media platforms, those have been handpicked. Not everyone cracks as loud as everyone else in those videos. Some people don't as much. And that doesn't mean it's, it's a worse adjustment. It just means that their bodies just don't cavitate as loud as the other one. But in saying that, a chiropractor, and especially I pride myself on being exceptionally precise, and every adjustment that I give a patient, I'm completely engrossed in ensuring that that is the best adjustment I can possibly give that person because I've done a very thorough examination beforehand. So I would expect then, because I'm so thorough in the exam, that I can be much more precise in my treatment, which then will give much better results. And it's so important that no matter who it is or what adjustment I'm giving, that I'm going to give them the best one possible. And they just happen to make really good cracking noises. (laughs) (laughs) Now with this, uh, your crackheads, have you had any come from other countries to get cracked? Certainly. Well, right now, during COVID, no. Um, but before COVID happening was happening, anyone that was visiting Australia, they started kind of saying, oh, Dr. Cody, you're on my bucket list. I need to come and get cracked by you. <laughs> and I would see people from all over the world. It was, it's, it's, quite amazing. I never thought that I would be a, a tourist destination, but clearly <laughs> getting cracked by me is. Now, in terms of influencers that you've been able to connect with during this, I've seen some stuff with influencers in the country that have worked with you, but have there been influencers that have reached out to you and said, well, can you adjust me? Like, is that a collaboration, I guess, technique? Has that been something? Um, some I have I have had some people reach out to me and say, "Oh, hey, can we do a collaboration?" Um, I every person that sees me is just like every other patient, so it doesn't matter. They come in, they go through the consult, the history, the examination, the treatment, all of that. Everyone gets, and I don't ever offer kind of free adjustments or because there's some kind of a, an amazing influencer. <laughs> I, I don't do that because I really value what I do and the service that I provide, as should anyone else. And I would never go and ask another professional, hey, can I get a freebie because I've got all these followers. You won't see me on my page ever promote products because ultimately, if I'm going to promote something, I want to have faith in it, but I don't expect it for free. Like I would pay whatever they're asking for it um, because that's how we place value on things. That's a great answer. Now, going back to your roots, you know, I kind of alluded to this in the beginning of how did this all happen, but going back to say high school, did you know that this was the route you wanted to go down for a career or what was the plan? Well, I always knew like, I always knew I wanted to get into healthcare. I was quite fortunate in my younger years, um, having a great education, growing up in a, in a great small town in rural Minnesota called Jeffers, Minnesota. And, you know, I had, you know, 
wonderful family. I had great friends, community. You know, they were all backing me, and uh, you know, I had I had a really a great opportunity presented before me where I could I could pick and choose whatever I wanted to do, really. And it just kind of I've, I've always leaned towards kind of the maths and sciences, and I've, I've always enjoyed that. So medicine and kind of medical health related was always kind of in the picture. And yeah, so I've, I've always kind of veered towards that. Um, and it was just kind of when I was in my undergrad, when I was up at the University of Minnesota in Duluth, is where I really started to hone that and then chiropractic presented itself. Now, this is probably going to sound like a stupid question, but Minnesota, are you talking about Minnesota like the United States Minnesota, or is there a Minnesota in Australia? No, in, in the U.S. I was born and raised in Jeffers, Minnesota. My parents are still there, so uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So then how how did you end up in Australia? I guess that's actually a great follow-up to that then. Well, I visited here while I was still in chiropractic school, and it's... It's, it's kind of odd to explain, but as soon as that plane touched down on the runway in Sydney, I just knew that that's where I wanted to be. And then I had met with some chiropractors in Australia and I got a couple job offers and I thought, you know what, this is the time in my life to be able to do something like this, to live abroad, to experience somewhere different. And ultimately, I don't like the snow and the cold anyway, so this was perfect. <laughs> and I thought, why not? If I hate it, I'll just come back. And that's, I've been here now for over 11 and a half years. So is there a plan to come back to the States at some point, or are you Australian through and through now? Well, I'm, I'm a dual citizen, so I hold both Australian and uh, American citizenship. Right now, this is where my life is, and I've built a beautiful practice, and you know, I've really got a great, um, I've really got a great business and and life that I've established here. But I have no idea what tomorrow will bring, or even <laughs> next month, or next year, or in ten years. I have no idea. Um, I've I've really ultimately learned in my life that opportunities present themselves all the time. And it's up to you to acknowledge them and then partake in that opportunity if you want to. That's a great answer to that question. So this is a tough follow-up, I guess, then, because you said you don't know necessarily where the road's going to take you. But a question I like to kind of ask my guests to gauge, I guess, their future goals is if you had to picture yourself five years down the road, what is it that you would ideally like to be doing or where would you like to be at in life? Well, I certainly still want to be cracking as many people as possible. <laughs> um, but ultimately, my my goal, even bef- even within five years, even before that, is once we can travel internationally and around the world safely again, I want to go out and talk to and meet as many people as I can and 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 teach them about chiropractic and how it can help them. And I've always wanted to do a world crack tour. And I hope that someday that that will happen well within five years. So the world just needs to all kind of come together and, and get past this pandemic right now. And then, 
you know, I'll see everyone around the world. Now, something, and that's definitely a possibility. I mean, your fan base is massive, and it, as you said, it's a crackheads, it's a community. And is there, you feel, a general... Is there a general popularity in this point in chiropractory and everything you've been doing that you think is going to be a lasting sub or a lasting substance in the social media and media world? Or do you think this is something that could end up being a fad, I guess, like the TikTok dancers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, certainly the profession has been around for a very long mm-hmm. time and we've helped millions of people. I think that this is potentially now just a mode of word of mouth it's it's a word it's a it's a it's a mode that we can use to then reach a bigger patient base more people ultimately you know we were taught kind of back in the old school marketing days that you know you really want to try to find patients within a certain radius of you know so far away from your clinic and they kind of need to fit these different profiles ultimately my goal is if you have a spine, I want to help you. <laughs> and I don't think that that's going to go anywhere. Certainly will, you know, Facebook, will Instagram, will TikTok, will Twitter, will all of those be around in another five years, 10 years? I don't know. But something else will probably come along that we can utilize to reach all of these different people. Human beings are pack animals. We like to be surrounded around other people. So there's just going to be another mode for us to be able to do that. Now, in talking about who Dr. Cody is outside of the chiropractory world, who are you outside of this world that you've built in between your profession and then between the social media world that you've built? Yeah, I mean... I don't want to say that my career, my job defines me, but I, I am me through and through. What you see on social media is not scripted. I'm not acting. And this is exactly who I am. I live and breathe helping people. And, you know, I, I look forward to work every day. I actually really enjoy it. And I, and it's my passion. And, you know, even when I'm not in the clinic, you know, I dream about adjusting people. It's really, it's really strange, but yeah, I dream of cracking people. And, you know, ultimately, you know, it's the relationships with other people, with your partners, with, I've got a beautiful dog, Mosby, the Weimariner. He's, he's with me at the clinic all the time. Um, and ultimately it's just cementing those relationships and being there for people in all capacities not only here in the clinic, but outside of these walls. That was a phenomenal answer. Now, in talking about your inspirations in life, who inspires you to be who you are? So, um, certainly certain aspects of, of who I am today were a lot shaped by my mom. And... I look up to her all the time. Uh, she's she's been an amazing uh, rock in my in my life and has taught me many 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 lessons. 
And, you know, it, it's hard because she's, you know, back in the U.S. and I'm here in Australia. But, you know, we've got FaceTime and WhatsApp and, and, and all those. She follows me on Instagram, so that's good. I don't think she has TikTok. She probably didn't know what it was. <laughs> um, but I don't, like, I can certainly, there's a lot of people out there in the world, you know, that have big followings and that, that share great messages. But ultimately... You know, they're kind of doing their own thing and if they can inspire people in their own ways, but you don't have to have, you know, millions of followers to achieve that. And the ones that, you know, are just doing amazing, great things, even if they're only reaching 10 people, that's still pretty amazing. Um, I think that I try not to get too consumed with a narrow vision with what other people are doing all the time. I just kind of keep doing what I'm doing so yeah I don't really look look for inspiration I kind of in essence create it myself and I stick to what values I hold true to me and that's what I keep doing that was a great answer and obviously sticking with your own values and beliefs has been something that has worked very well for you to this point because you've built such a as I've reiterated through this such a great following but with that great following comes everything that influencers and people in the public eye have to experience which is there's some weirdos that comment underneath TikToks and Instagram posts. So I've got to ask before I get to the patient side of it in talking about the commenters in TikTok and Instagram and social medias in general, what is the weirdest interaction or comment you believe you've received to this point? The interesting part is um, I try not to read through too many of them. <laughs> well, plus also like I'm super busy and I just don't want to sit there and scroll through, but I try to, I try to, at least on Instagram, I do read quite a few of them. Um, it's sometimes I guess more, it's maybe the oddest exchanges are the ones that don't think I'm a doctor, <laughs> even though I clearly have a doctor of chiropractic. Uh, I went to university for it. I have the degree. I, I wouldn't be able to practice what I'm doing without it. So there's always these weird ones, kind of the, the, the people that don't really, I don't know, believe in chiropractic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a religion. It is based <laughs> on science. So it is what it is. Um, but I just, I mean, they can have their own sets of beliefs and what they think and, and not think. And, you know, they've clearly done their own research. So I just don't get involved with conversations like that. Um, but those are probably some of the, the oddest ones. I've definitely found looking through TikTok and actually looking through some of your videos today in preparation for this, because I've followed you on both platforms for a while now, but there's definitely some comments that there's definitely some, like you said, and there's some that are like, Oh my God, this is insane. I want to get cracked, whatever. There's also some very, very weird ones and outlandish ones, and I find that there's actually more of those on TikTok than there maybe is on Instagram, and I feel like that goes for everything because there's just a lot more weird stuff on TikTok in general, but just scrolling through some of your comments today, not going to say some of them because some of them were actually very, very weird, but they, (laughs) I got to say, between the cracks that were satisfying and the comments, I think it's a full package deal that comes with watching your content. (laughs) Yeah, great. (laughs) now talking i guess back to the perspective of your life 
when it's all said and done, and this is a question I ask all my guests, when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm. That's a great question. I've thought about this before. Um, because ultimately, all of us are going to leave the earth at some stage. Um, and I came up with this a number of years ago when I had, uh, I was watching some business coach somewhere and they were like, you need to have your statement of purpose. And so I, I actually just kind of Google searched, you know, like mission statements for a chiropractor, <laughs> as you do. And I saw kind of these really long drawn out kind of paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. And, and ultimately my mission statement all boiled down to one sentence and all it is is and i hope this is what i'm known for is is that i will help you no matter what no no if ands buts about it my purpose is to help as many people as i can and that's what i want to be known for that's my legacy is you know it's like the golden rule treat others as you would want to be treated. Well, I just, I just hope that if I'm able and I will continue to crack people for as long as I possibly can, that hopefully I can, I can help make their lives better. That's a great answer. Now, my other question here that I've tended to ask more recently in episodes is maybe even a harder one than that. Dr. Cody, if you could be a boat, any boat, what kind of boat would you be and why? (laughs) Wow, this is, I've never been asked this before. This is an interesting one. <laughs> a boat. Um, yeah, you put me on the spot on this one. <laughs> uh, I must admit that I do like the finer things in life. And the Ritz-Carlton group just came out with a <laughs> massive cruise line. Like a super yacht. That's what I would be. You get everything you could possibly want, and it really is an amalgamation of all your dreams coming true on the water. I, that's a phenomenal answer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still like, is that the right answer? Is that what I would have said? Maybe a sailboat. No, maybe not a sailboat. I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> it's, it's a strange question, but in all actuality, it is a little difficult. It is. Now, Dr. Cody, it has been great talking to you. Is there anywhere, obviously we talked about TikTok, Instagram, where can all the people find you if they want to not only consume your content, but also get cracked? Yeah, so I mean, definitely following me on Instagram and TikTok, which is my handle is drcody underscore DC. Um, Otherwise, alternatively, you can come directly to my clinic, which is called Combined Clinics Australia here in Sydney. Uh, My website is combinedclinics.com.au. But yeah, anytime anyone is in Sydney, I expect them to come and see me. Hey, I if every time I'm in Australia or anytime I'm in Australia, that's going to be a bucket list spot, and I hope uh, a lot of people head there as well. One last question that I slipped my mind before we close out here: What's the weirdest reaction you've ever had to getting adjusted? 
Um, the best reaction happened, this is about 10 years ago. There was a patient and um, she, I adjusted her low back, I adjusted her mid back. This is the first time she had ever been adjusted. And then I got to her neck and I'm like, okay, well, just, you know, like the rest of your spine, it's gonna make these popping, cracking noises. It's gonna be a little bit louder just because it's closer to your ears. And then I talked about, remember during the exam, it was a C5 right that I was going to be adjusting. And I said, remember, you know, when we did that test, it was this way. So I went to adjust her and I'm like, okay, do you want me to just count down or just do it? Like she goes, oh, that's fine, just do it. So I adjust her and it was a wallop of an adjustment, it was great. <laughs> And it was super loud. And all of a sudden, she grabbed a hold of her head, like on the sides by her ears. You know, like in cartoons when the eyes start bugging out of their head and then like they stretch way out and they suck. That's what I thought her eyes were going to do. And then she started yelling. This is in the, in the clinic. She starts yelling, Hilfa! Hilfa! And so I start like, no, that was really good. Like that was a great solid adjustment. That was perfect. So then I calm her down a little bit and we start laughing and I was like, you okay? And like, did it hurt? And she goes, well, no, it didn't hurt. It was just the sound. And I'm like, well, what does Hilfe mean? She goes, it means help in German. <laughs> she said, I thought you ripped my head off. <laughs> that was the best reaction. Still to this day, day that, one, that one is the best. I must admit, there's been so many good ones. Like a lot of people laugh. A lot of people swear after their adjustments. Um, some people stone cold poker face. It's, it's quite fun to see quite an array. Well, it's definitely something that it's, I think everybody should try at some point, especially if they're in Australia and definitely something that everybody should follow you and consume because it is, uh, awesome to watch and it's been fun to actually follow. I think I followed you for a year and a half, maybe two years now. And it's very cool to have gotten to watch you across everything and actually watch how much your content has grown as well, because it's grown consistently yeah. over these years. So props to you. It's great consuming your content and best of luck to you with the rest of the pandemic and rest of uh, the career. And hopefully we can uh, catch up again soon. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much. My thanks once again to the phenomenal Dr. Cody Hannish. It was a privilege to sit down with him. He's always been somebody I followed on social media. And to see what he's done to grow the chiropractor game is just incredible. And once again, if you want to follow him, go check him out all over on TikTok and Instagram. And go check out his website if you're ever in Australia. My thanks is once again to him. And if you want to check us out on Instagram, find us on at Ambitious Podcast, Twitter at Ambitious with DP, and YouTube Ambitious with Dylan Price. Have a wonderful week, ambitious listeners.